You're listening to the Culips English podcast. To download the study guide for this episode, which includes the transcript, detailed vocabulary explanations, real-world examples, and a quiz, visit our website culips.com. C U L I P S.com. Hello, everybody. My name is Andrew, and I'm Jeremy, and you're listening to Culips. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of our Catch Word series, which is the Culips series, where we teach you interesting and useful English slang idioms. Phrasal verbs and vocabulary, and today I am joined by my co-host Jeremy. Jeremy, how are you doing? I'm doing good today, Andrew. I heard that we're going to talk about hockey. Yeah, today's episode kind of breaks the mold from our regular catchwords episodes because usually what we do here is we deep dive. Into one or two English expressions, but today we're going to look at a host of expressions that I recently heard while I was listening to a hockey podcast, and I thought it was so funny the way that the hockey speakers were talking. They have their own kind of English that was really unique. I thought, and I, I thought, well. Other people don't really talk this way. This is really specialized hockey slang and hockey vocabulary. And I know Jeremy, you are an American, and I just have the the gut feeling that you're not a hockey fan. Is that true? <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I have gone to a couple hockey games、mm-hmm. in my life. There is a a very famous hockey team in my hometown, but other than that. I haven't watched it on TV, or I've never played it either. So, no, I'm not a big fan. Okay, so this is perfect because what I thought would be interesting to see is your reaction to some of these specialized、mm. hockey slang expressions. Can you <laughs>、okay. use your native speaker intuition to understand what they mean, or are they completely foreign to you? This is. The experiment that we're going to do here today. Oh boy! So I'm <laughs> going to be tested. Yeah, I'm sorry. You're in the hot seat today. You're going to be tested. All right, I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. And to all our listeners, I do want to say that I'm sorry because these expressions maybe aren't extremely useful to you in your everyday life. I don't think you'll be able to use what you learn here today regularly. So you can kind of just sit back and relax and enjoy this episode. Don't feel like you really have to study and memorize the expressions that we will talk about today, unless you really love hockey. <laughs> unless you really love hockey, then you're going to want to learn them. But nonetheless, we still have made a study guide for this episode that includes a transcript and some detailed explanations and examples of some of the other expressions that you'll hear Jeremy and I use today 
It's a great resource. It's available on our website, qlips.com. So if you're interested in studying along with that, please visit the website to download it. Okay, Jeremy, let's get into it here. The first expression that I want to run by you is a very funny one. And <laughs> it is spitting chiclets. Spitting chiclets. This is actually wow. the name of the podcast that I was listening to. Spitting chiclets. Yeah. Do you have any idea what this could mean? Well, you gave me a hint mm -hmm. there that it's the name of the podcast. Yep. Uh, I know that spitting is often shortened to spitting. Right, exactly. As it is here. Yep. And spitting is sort of a p -p shooting something out, that motion. Mm -hmm. I also know that chiclets is often a term used for gum, little pieces of gum mm -hmm. that are sort of like pellets. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so it makes me think it means hitting pucks. <laughs> hitting hockey pucks. Spitting, like hitting, like spitting them out. Yep. And chiclets, like little puck-shaped objects. Uh -huh. So it makes me think hitting hockey pucks. <laughs> it would be the meaning. Good guess, but unfortunately, you're wrong. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> what, what does this mean? I'm curious now. Okay, well, you know a major component of ice hockey is fighting. Okay, it's one of the only sports where two players can legally, in the middle of the game, just start hitting each other in the face. Okay, maybe <laughs> boxing and some sort of martial arts, you can do this, but you can also do this in hockey. It's a very popular part of the game and a very common part of the game. In fact, each team will have players called enforcers, and their job really is just to go out there and roughhouse and fight with other players and it's become kind of a legendary part of the game some players are immortalized for their fighting skill and so what spitting chiclets means is spitting your teeth out after yes. a fight because got it. the teeth are white squares right essentially mm -hmm. and chiclets mm -hmm. the gum that you mentioned they are also white squares they kind of resemble teeth I see. so after the fight if you're kind of spitting your teeth out <laughs> you're spitting chiclets so it's a metaphor for the fighting aspect of the game of hockey mm -hmm. exactly mm. exactly wow Jeez. <laughs> Very violent. Very violent. Yeah, it's, it's a rough one, but this kind of expression is something that you could hear in Canada when somebody's bragging about a tough hockey player. You know, maybe, for example, mm. you might hear a sentence like, uh, let's say there's a hockey player with the last name Smith. Okay. And it's also mm. very common in Canada to give everybody a nickname by adding a Y to their last name. So Smith would be Smithy, okay? I see. So you might hear an example like, Smithy played in the third period even though he was spitting chiclets or even after he was spitting chiclets. So even after he fought and lost some teeth, he still played in the game in the third period. Wow. All right, let's move on to the next one. I think this one's easier, Jeremy. I think you'll be able to, to guess this one. 
Okay. We kind of use this in other aspects of English too. It's not purely a hockey expression. Okay. So it's it's a verb to chirp or to squawk. Okay, to chirp or to squawk. And maybe if I give you an example, it will help you decipher. It probably will. Yeah. yeah. But the the first thing I I think of is chirp is small and squawk is big. Chirp is a small bird's sound, and squawk is a bigger bird's sound. These are words for bird sounds. Yes, exactly. It's the chirp is like maybe a small chickadee or a small songbird might chirp chirp chirp. Mm-hmm. And squawk is like a squawk. big, maybe a crow or a raven or mm-hmm. a goose mm-hmm. or a bigger bird. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what's the situation? Yeah, let me give you a situation. For example, maybe you could say, uh, we'll go back to Smithy, the example of the player named Smithy. You could say, ah, Smithy was chirping at me all game. Yeah. Smithy was Got chirping it. at me all game. What What do you think this means? The first expression that comes to mind is one with a curse word in it <laughs> that we use often but talking s-h-i-t mm. this is the uh the equivalent in basketball which is my sport of choice yeah but trash talking we would say trash talking exactly so to chirp or to squawk is really to taunt and annoy other players right you're trash talking them it's a big part of any sport i think is talking to the opposition to try and get under their skin to try and um, get them off their game, right? Mm -hmm. Distract them so that they're not focused on the game. And this is a good strategy for trying to win the game. And so I heard this. This was one of the most common expressions I heard in the podcast. The guys Mm -hmm. were continuously talking about chirping and squawking. (laughs) And this just (laughs) means trash talking. Exactly. I see. The next two expressions that I have for you are not really related to hockey, but I heard hockey players use them a lot. The first one is a sniff. Okay, a sniff. And Hmm. maybe you could explain what this word sniff means, and then I'll give you the context. It's what you do when you breathe in through your nose to check the smell of something. Mm -hmm. If you want to check if a carton of milk has gone bad, you can open it and sniff near the opening to check if it is rotten or not. Mm -hmm. So it's a small, this, this action. Yeah, investigating with your nose. (laughs) Yes, yes. Okay, so the context that I heard a hockey player use this expression, he was talking about his career and how his team made the finals one time, okay? But then he said, after that, we never made the finals again, not even a sniff. Ah, I I think it means they didn't get close enough to even smell the food, so to speak. Or it means they didn't get close to it because you have to be close to something to sniff it. Exactly, exactly. So here he's using Mm. this word sniff to talk about being close to reaching the finals again. They did it one Mm. time and then the team was nowhere close to doing it again. It was a one-time only thing. Mm. that were not even close enough to smell that final game. (laughs) I think we could use this in other parts of English. It's 
kind of a specialized slang expression, but it wouldn't sound too strange to me to talk about other things as well. With all of these, actually, if I actually heard them in context, I would be able to figure out what they mean, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think. And there's one final one. And I'm interested in your insights to see if Americans talk like this or if this is purely mm. Canadian slang, okay? But mm. the context that I heard this final expression in was... These hockey players were talking about getting pumped up for a game in the locker room. So they were talking about how they like to throw on some toonskis in the locker room before they get started. Some toonskis. Okay. <laughs> What is a toonski? Uh, it is a song. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. We, I, we do talk like that sometimes. Okay. This, there's probably some historical linguistic roots here to some... Nordic language or something, but uh, we do say that. Some toonskis, a brewski, people say for a beer, a brewski. We say that as, as well. Pass me a brewski. Um, mm -hmm. I can't think of any other words that we shorten that way. I know toon changes to toonski, brew changes to brewski. Sometimes broski. A bro to broski. Bro, bro becomes broski. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yeah, it kind of sounds almost like a Polish ending. Mm, could be. Yeah. That would make sense. It, it can't be anything, though. You can't <laughs> just say, can I borrow a Penske? Actually, you could say that. <laughs> could, I, could I borrow a Penske? That doesn't sound too bad. It doesn't sound bad. It's not standard. It would be yeah. kind of unique if you talk like that, but I could understand, right? Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes we change... The way that we refer to objects, just to lighten the mood a little bit. Of course, yes. I would never talk like this if I had a, a meeting with my boss. That would be using a very informal expression in a very formal setting. But when you're with your friends and you're joking around, it's, it's fun to use some of these alternative expressions to talk about things. And yeah, like we mentioned, the two most common, I think, are Tunski and Bruski. Unfortunately for English learners, though, sometimes being around native English speakers who do these kinds of things for fun, who make up new words for fun just to lighten the mood, mm -hmm. uh, sometimes they do that not knowing that they are making it more difficult for the English learner to understand what's going on. <laughs> so, Yeah, what's really interesting is in the hockey league, the National Hockey League, There are a lot of foreign players from Europe and from Russia mm. and other countries. And when some of these guys start playing, they already have high levels of English, but some of them don't. Some of them can't speak English at all. And it's, it's fun to watch their progress over the years because after 10 or 15 years in the league, their English is really good because they're mm. in a totally immersive environment talking with these hockey players all day long, talking with the coach all day long, etc. Mm -hmm. And it's funny, by the end of their careers, when you watch them in an interview, they're speaking perfect English and using these expressions like it's nobody's business. So I guess it's mm -hmm. just you need lots of exposure to them, but they're very hard, I agree, to understand at first. And some people might not realize that, like you mentioned.
So, if you're interested in hockey or sports in general, perhaps you found this episode helpful today. And each sport has its own set of these kind of words,、uh, different idiomatic expressions, phrasal verbs, things like that that are used. So, maybe you can tell us about some that you've learned through your time watching sports. And you can share them with us on Facebook. Or via social media? Yeah, we're on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. Our email address is contact at culips.com. So if you'd prefer to contact us through email, please do it at that address. Jeremy, this was fun. Maybe next time we can do yeah, this it was fun. with basketball. You can throw some basketball expressions、yeah. at me. Let's do that. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> okay. Thank you for listening, everyone. We will be back soon with a brand new Culips episode, and we'll talk to you then. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>